0: Bring is that you? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Linux on Mars, lots of Android updates, random Linux news, more Star Wars content, and more. This is Headphones Neil News for February 2021. What's up, guys? Welcome to this month's episode for Headphones Neil News. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil. So, lots of things happened this month. Lots of it random. Nothing too specific to really talk about or discuss. So, for this month's topic, is gonna not necessarily be anything spe- special to talk about. I mean, it is special if you're a part of NASA or follow space travel and. That sort of stuff, so I thought I would make the topic about that. Um, As far as Android news, lots of stuff got updated this over the past month or since the last episode, so I thought I'd share that. Linux news, about the same, just a bunch of random updates, so nothing special there. Still haven't set up my laptop with Linux to talk about that process or do any sort of updates there. And then a few bits of random Star Wars news for releases, coming up and announced, so I thought I would talk about that. So to start it off with this month's topic, it's going to be about Linux on Mars. So if you watch the news, you know that NASA recently landed a new rover on the surface of Mars. We got some new photographs, a cool new video showing the landing process via the sky crane. So overall, all sorts of good stuff. But the thing that's actually really cool is that the software framework that they're using. On, I want to say the helicopter or the drone basically that they're using um, as far as my understanding of it I wasn't quite sure if it was the rover itself or the drone but the software framework work that they're using for it um, is a variation of Linux so rather than the usual custom software that they use they went with an open-sourced version of some Linux software because they found that that system and setup would work better than anything that they could custom build. So I thought that was a pretty cool topic um, to discuss and share um, just because it's something that has that is actually open source and available on GitHub. So if you wanted to try and implement that software on your own, it is supposedly and theoretically possible so the software is called f prime so it's a what they're it's described as what they're calling a flight proven multi platform open source flight software framework so it from what i understand it decomposes flight software into specific discrete compo- components um, with their own defined interfaces, so you could technically set it up if you have, I guess, your own drone that you want to set up and have the flight software installed on it. Um, it does use the C++ framework for core capabilities, message queues, and threads, so that's kind of how it handles stuff internally. Um the F Prime software suite does have modeling tools for specifying components and connections and things like that for code generation. So in order to compile it and set it up, it does have that framework as well. Um, And there's various ready-to-use components that are growing as well, so as the community develops it and shares our code, then that will be available if um, you find that someone else has created something you can use. Um, So overall, I just thought that was pretty cool, so I thought I would start off this this particular month's um, episode with that, that we have open source software running a drone on another planet so we'll see how it holds up over time what they learn by using that software how they handle maybe if they share it um, how they handle um pushing that code out to the drone and um the lander in order to um provide updates and stuff like that i don't know how they handle security updates or if that's even a problem there or how that's contained, but all of that sounds pretty cool. So I can't wait to see um, how they handle all of that sort of stuff. So with that, let's jump right into um, this month's Android news. So. Um, to start it off, if you're a user of Google Lens, then it now has offline support. So, um, you can download various language, um, libraries and stuff like that in order to, um, better translate stuff offline with, with pictures and text and things like that. So there's less reliance on your, um, data connection. If you're a Tasker user, it got updated to version 5.11.14, so it now you can now run tasks using Google Assistant, so once you initiate your Google Assistant code word, you can tell it to run a specific task and it will do that. So if you want to start a timer or run a particular command, I guess if you have it tied to your smart light bulbs or something like that, then that's also something you can handle. Uh, Telegram got updated to version seven point four, so it um, supports importing WhatsApp messages via the share menu. So you can um, import your WhatsApp messages into Telegram. Um, it also got a new widget, which I haven't had a chance to play around with. Um, but if you wa- prefer to have your um, um, text or to see your text messages on your home screen, then that is now um, possible. Or a feature of the software. Uh, YouTube is rolling out a new feature coming soon called Clips to highlight five to sixty second five to sixty seconds of live or updated uploaded videos. So if you want to highlight a specific video or create a promo for certain content that you're uploading, you can do that. Um, In other news, there's also, or YouTube's also rolling out with a a feature called Shorts, which is kind of like their version of TikTok videos. So if you want short videos that don't don't necessarily work as uploaded content or a clip or anything like that, then you can have that. Um, and if you're using the the Android version of YouTube, it was updated to support playing 4K HDR videos. So it's less reliant on whether your device supports it, and is going to be an option that you can switch to. So if you want the highest um, version, highest quality version of a video, then that's now possible. So how your screen displays it um, will also be dependent on how you see it. But it's rather than seeing you know like if your device supports up to 1080p rather than just seeing the max 1080p resolution option you can select the 4k hdr option but you'll still only be seeing it at 1080p or 720 or 2k whatever your screen um, resolution is that's all you'll be seeing it at but you can have the option to have a higher quality version of the video come through so there's less um, noise and video degradation and um, improved there will be improved audio quality as well if you select that option. Um, Apple released an um, extension for Google Chrome this, and over the past few weeks for iCloud, so you, now, you can now more easily sync your pa- or your iCloud passwords using Chrome. Uh, for those of you who used Google Stadia, um, as of March seventeenth, FIFA twenty one was released. Um, even though Google Stadia's or Stadia's games and development department got shut down, so. Um, if you do, or if it's a third-party game, I guess the development or the developer will still support it. But if you are playing a game that was released by the Google Stadia division, then um, as of this recording, the developer and bug fixes and things like that are kind of up in the air. Um, Google has promised that they'll be they'll continue working on. Um, resolving bugs but the time frame is kind of up in the air or how they're gonna handle that is still uncertain. Uh, for those of you who are into the custom launcher screen on Android, um, Action Launcher got an update to allow widget stacks which mimics the scrollable widgets like you see in iOS 14. So it's still c- relatively in beta form but you can basically set a 5 by 2 widget Um, You do have to select the widget stack widget in order to do that and then you select your first widget It'll um, load it and then you swipe up and add next one or something along those lines But you can basically create a scrollable widget like you see on iOS, but for Android Um, If you're in the Android 11 uh, modding and ROMing um, scene then gravity box 11 beta will Beta 1 was released with Android 11 support, so um, you can now play around with that to um, tweak your Android settings and options and stuff like that. Um, I haven't gotten around to it just because I have not had a chance to uh, root my device. I kind of want to get into that, but development is still kind of um, fuzzy and hazy for my OnePlus 8 Pro, so I'm giving it a bit of time until... Uh, various other components like um, touch with recovery port and ultimately some more ROMs are further along in development and more readily easily or more easy to install and set up. Right now it's still a lot of manual steps so I'm holding off on that but if you're on a device that has a, a more further along development process then Gravity Box 11 is something to play around with if you so choose. Uh, For those of you who still use RSS readers like uh, Focus Reader or Feedly or the Old Reader, um, you might be happy to know that GReader got an update um, recently up to version 5.0.1 with a new dark mode, improved podcast and video playback support and various other bug fixes. So it looks like the developers are working on modernizing the app for newer platforms, new UI and stuff like that. For those of you who are Google Photos users, it got a nice little update for double tap and pinch to zoom functionality for videos via via server side update so there's nothing you need to do on your end, Um, but you can now get that um, update to better um, manage and view your um, videos. If you're in or in related news, if you're a Google One user or subscriber, then you can you'll also be getting new Google Photos, um, photo editing options. So these are previously limited to, um, Google Pixel users, but, um, I guess in a further effort to monetize Google Photos, those, some, uh, some of those, um, f- photo editing options are now pu- being, being pushed out to all Google Photos users as- assuming you have a Google One subscription. Um, It wasn't clear if it was for specific subscribers or for all subscribers regardless of the tier but I'm keeping an eye on it just um, in case it is for everybody. Um, For those of you who own a Nintendo Switch and wanted to get Android 10 on it, um, an unofficial version of Lineage OS 17.1 was released. Um, I did look into this a bit to get it on my Nintendo Switch but... It does require a various or, or a very specific version of the Nintendo Switch software. So if you've updated the software or are on a more recent version, then um, installing it might installing Lineage OS seventeen point one may not be supported. So definitely read all the steps and. Um check out the forums on XDA before you get started just to make sure your version of the Nintendo Switch is supported because I was interested in getting it installed but my version of the Switch is on the most recent updates so it was not necessarily or it was kind of 50/50 as far as whether it would be supported or not so um i'm holding off there to until for further development to see if they'll ultimately get it um, available on all versions of the nintendo switch um hardware or if it's going to be limited to specific versions so um definitely worth checking out if you want to turn your android or your nintendo switch into an android um tablet it does look pretty cool but and they do offer a regular tablet mode and an android tv um version or a general tablet rom and an android tv rom to be more specific on what they offer but those are there's um, two options available and that's something to definitely check out via the xda forums uh, for the nintendo switch um, in related Lineage OS news, um, they're scheduled to drop support for Android 9, so if you do have an older device, um, look out for the a newer version of the ROM, um, notably running on Android 10, if your device will still be supported. Um, usually when they start, dro- or usually when lineage OS or custom ROM developers start, start dropping support for older Android versions, um, you, usually if it's, depending on the device, you may still have an official version of a newer ROM, but if you still want to try a newer version of Android on your older devices, there might be developers who, uh, release an unofficial version, meaning that development is not necessarily going to be consistent it might not be um daily or weekly it might be you know bi-weekly or bi-monthly or monthly or basically less frequent just based on the time they have and time they have to implement bug fixes and stuff but um definitely check out xda for your device check support see what kind of activity is going on or see if your device is just um, too old to be supported and. Look out for the last version of Android 9 for your device. So you have the latest updates, bug fixes, and all of that, and um, go from there. Um, In Google TV news, Apple TV is now available on it. So if you're an Apple TV subscriber and you use Google TV, then you can now um, sync those up and watch Apple TV on Google. Um, Google Maps got an update to add support for, um, or to so, so add support to pay for parking from within the app. So more support for contact contactless um, payments. So just one step to make it easier to pay for parking on the go. Um, Google, the Google Play Store got a nice update to add the ability to share apps and updates with friends via the nearby share menu. So if you have an update that your uh, friend may not have, or if you want to Um, share an apk via the google play store with somebody then that is now a nifty little option i have not really had a need or necessity to do something like that or share an app that way because if an app is available in the place where i can just search on their phone or i can just share the link directly with them so um, i'm not sure about the purpose of this or if it's more for developers to share the app um, with their friends but it's a nice little update if it does come in handy for you um, in general Android news, the Android 12 Developer Preview 1 was released this week. Um, it basically adds new privacy controls along the lines of what we see on saw on the latest iOS version. So um, basically more privacy options to keep your... Um, Privacy settings to yourself, uh, more control on who can access your contacts and data, location, microphone access, and that sort of stuff, so uh, look out for that. There's more audio encoders by HEVC. There's now AVIF image support for better image compression, more foreground service optimization so less chance for apps to randomly take control of your foreground. UI of what you're looking at as you're using your device. Uh, Notification UI updates, uh, which I think was pretty cool because it looks like the notification drawer in the developer preview now supports um, color theming based on your wallpaper. So assuming you have a color that it can read, then your notification drawer will change color. Um, The the notification drawer also has um, some more optimizations and faster responsiveness. Um, there will be more android updates via google play so more modularization of android um, it's more optimized for tablets foldables and tvs so basically more support for newer form factors so um, as a developer this is kind of where it's more useful at the moment but once we start getting into later developer phoebes like um, the third one maybe the fourth one if it's needed but as you get into later versions, it gets more and more functional. Um, I think I've used like a developer preview, maybe two and then definitely a third one for my OnePlus 8 Pro when Android 11 first came out. And I want to say by the time you get to developer preview three, it, the, it's usually like about 85 to 90% done, but random stuff doesn't work. Like for me, it was Google pay and a few. I think um, password syncing or the fingerprint sensor wasn't working right and stuff like that. But usually stuff that's very specific and I think stuff like um, Netflix and Disney Plus didn't work because of the level of um, the privacy settings for um, whatever the... um, video security platform is called but random stuff doesn't work but you could always sideload the, the app in order to get it working but the full features don't work for quite yet so for me i think i'll probably wait till uh, open beta is available or the final version um but some of those back end updates look pretty cool i want to see if they're going to further implement the theming support so you get a more dynamic notification drawer but overall more security updates and audio and video or audio and image improvements um, in other Launcher news, Launcher Launcher is now resuming updates by their new developers, so um, from the changelog I saw, it's going to be, be rebuilt on Launcher 3, which is from Android 10, so a more modern launcher, to help fix um, and avoid um, the app from c- um, crashing. They're going to fix the at-a-glance widget and improve various other animations so it works better on um, newer devices. Uh, Netflix for Android got updated with a smarter download feature based on your recommendations. So rather than downloading um, shows that you've started, which is what the current download manager um, or smart download um, does, um, the new... Download feature will download recommendation, recommend, recommended TV shows and movies based on stuff you watched and stuff you like. Um, The cool thing here is that you can set the download amount of storage space for it to use, so you can do something like one gigabyte, three gigabytes, or I think five or ten gigabytes. So the app, so Netflix doesn't willy nilly download stuff until your um, storage space is used up, it will download um, only up to the amount you say and only on Wi Fi, so your data plan doesn't get used up and your storage space doesn't get used up so that way you only have as much content as you want and um, you don't run out of space and finally magisk Magisk version 22 got updated which now merges the magisk app and Magic's manager for improved app support and hiding on android 5 and above samsung or support for the samsung galaxy s21 plus and a few other items and i guess it supposedly makes it easier to install the app and get rooted on your device so if you're older if your bootloader is already unlocked and you want to root your device or even install a custom rom then this is one step in making that easier to do So with that being said, let's jump into um, this week's Linux news. So to start it off, uh, LibreOffice 7.1 got released with faster find and replace, improved Unicode support, and DOCX compatibility, so improved support with Microsoft Office, new animations and various other improvements. So basically look out for a lot of um, visual improvements and back-end updates as well. Um, if you use OpenBSD, it got a, or a, version 6.8 got released with better hardware support and bug fixes, uh, more Broadcom um, temp- uh, support for the Raspberry Pi improvements to the wireless network drivers, and various other file system and system level driver support. So basically a bunch of backend sup- um, improvements, so look out for that. Um, the Linux kernel version 5.1.1 was released uh with new mount options for um the btfs and Ceph file systems uh, support for intel software guard and initial support for the amd graphics apus arm Uia, and mediatek support and various other back-end improvements and support so look out for that if you're i think um is currently not pushed out to most um Linux build so if you want to try it out, try out the early versions of it then um, definitely check out or do run the updater there but it's still early stages so much like any other updates of this sort um, be wary of that update that it might break stuff. Um, VLC announced that version 4.0 is coming in 2021. It's going to come with a massive redesign, notably of the their UI, integration for more online services, uh, monetization platform, uh, web UI, um, improved security, and their version of an IMDB alternative, which I didn't note the name, but it's supposedly something along the lines of IMDB meets Wikipedia, so not only is it supposed to support Um, more content or context for content like actors and trivia and that sort of stuff, but more detailed information on that. So rather than just seeing that, for example, Tom Hanks was in a film, you can see his bi, supposedly see his biography as well. Um, from what I can tell, it looks like only the desktop version is going to be available. They mentioned a Win32 platform version of it at first. So I imagine that's only Windows at first, but I imagine they'll roll out uh, Linux and Mac versions around the same time, if not at the same time as the Windows version. Um, So that's why I included it with the Linux news. Um, I didn't see anything as far as the Android, and I think maybe even the iOS version, if there is an iOS version of VLC, but I imagine that's probably something that'll be maybe later in 2021 or sometime in 2022. And finally, KDE is getting an update to vi- version 5.2.1. is getting a new global theme called Breeze Twilight, which merges a couple, a bunch of different dark and light elements, a new color scheme, unified bar style, a new app land launcher, and various other ba- bug fixes and visual improvements. So. Uh, look out for that, I'm sure most um, Linux distributions will, or distros will um, start implementing that as they're able to include it with their distro in a safe and stable form, so if you wonder why things change or you have more options, that is why. So with that, let's jump right into this month's uh, set of Star Wars news, so to start it off, the Mandalorian season three is scheduled to start filming in April of 2021. Uh, the last article I read said April 5th, so unless anything has changed, that's about the time we we'll, um, we might potentially get to see um, start to see some more updates, hopefully some screenshots and more promotion of that sort of stuff. Um, a new novel or a new comic series called Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters is set for a release from May to October of 2021. It's going to cover the time between um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi when Boba Fett was um, set to deliver Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. And all of the issues that he went through and all the trouble he had to go through in order to avoid other bounty hunters, keep Solo safe, and ultimately get to um, Jabba's palace. So... I'm kind of also hoping we get to see that delivery and handoff, and I'm sure we're going to get to see a lot of different bounty hunters. So, um, I don't remember if, you know, bounty hunter like Aura Singh was still alive at that time, um, potentially, but I'm kind of re- thinking back to um, the solo film where they do mention that um, what's his name killed Aura um, Singh, but it was more like she fell off of a cliff. So, maybe we'll even see a connection with Boba Fett and. Um, Some of those in Crimson Dawn, but we may even potentially see um, Bosk and various other um, Bounty Hunters at this time, so I can't wait to see that. Um, A new novel called The Secrets of the Sith is coming in August of 2021. This is a follow-up to the novel Secrets of the Jedi. So the Sith version is going to be narrated by Emperor Palpatine and we're going to get a lot more backstory on the various Sith Lords over the years and a lot of um, new pictures and imagery and um, that sort of stuff. I did not see if there's going to be a Kindle or at the time I looked it up i didn't see if there's going to be a kindle version so at the moment it's going to be a hardback version potentially even a paperback to buy so it's going to be a physical medium to read so i don't know if there's going to be maybe pop-ups or more 3d images or something along those lines but um if you're if you own the secrets of the jedi novel and want the sith version then definitely check it out or if you're a more if you're more of a sith person then definitely check that out coming in august of 2021 um also announced was a new uh, game called for the nintendo switch called star wars hunter star wars hunters it's a competitive arena combat game for team-based multiplayer ba- multiplayer battles featuring a various set of characters in the star wars universe not necessarily the ones we've seen and know about but a whole new set of characters as well so for in watching the trailer there's a new Wookiee. uh Stormtrooper with a railgun, or basically a I think maybe even it's a Gatling gun, uh new Jedi with a couple of lightsabers, so um not necessarily um characters we know but a variety of other characters and new characters as well. And finally, um Asper Media announced that they're they'll be porting Star Wars Commando um, to the ps4 as of april 6th so look out for that if you're a ps4 owner or if you're a fan of star wars republic commando um so um and if you're wondering why that developer sounds um familiar they're the same developer that's been releasing um star wars games to the android and ios platforms notably knights of the old republic and knights of the old republic 2 um the sith lords so i'm also now kind of hoping that they're able to release star wars republic commando to android and ios um just to see if we can play that on um Those on the mobile platforms as well, seeing as how it looks like they're able to um, translate um, desktop games into um, mobile games. So, um, overall, a good, an intriguing release there. I don't own PS4 myself, so I can't play it to test it out. But um, seeing as how Republic Commando is now a relatively old game, um, it wouldn't hurt to see it on a mobile platform to play it. Um, There and the game was released in February of 2005 So it is old enough and around the time that Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 came out so um, Hopefully we'll get to see um, More variations on of the game on various other platforms Um, So with that that is actually all there is for this particular edition of headphones neil news so if you want to get in touch with me provide your own feedback uh, commentary updates or anything like that you can find me on twitter at patel n01 the website for past episodes subscription links getting access to the show notes to provide your feedback there and all of that good stuff can be found at patel n01.com the patreon is patreon.com slash patel n01 where you can now also get bonus content so as a patron patreon subscriber you'll Um, Not only get this episode, but you'll get the bonus episode that I release uh, right after as well, all in one feed. So look out for that as well. Um, But that's all there is for this particular episode. Um, So with that, I'll start working on next month's issue. Um, And of course, if you like this episode or any other episode, be sure to uh, comment on... um, and give a good rating on itunes if you like the content that i put out on youtube be sure to like and subscribe to the channel or like the videos and subscribe to the channel to stay up to date on the various content i'm putting up there so a bit of stuff there Um, i'm currently playing batman um, the enemy within for android Um, as far as other content coming up is um, the original batman game by telltale games Um, there's a couple of other games i've also downloaded as well so as a patron you get access to when i start playing those so you can leave your comment there or start providing your feedback on uh, Twitter as well. But thanks for tuning in to this particular episode of Headphones Neil News. And until next time.